to Minute New Moon Village, the podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Roth, head witch here at the village. I hope you all find village people have had a good weekend, are enjoying Indigenous People's Day. Feel free to acknowledge your land um, that you're on right now. I am on Ute, Paiute, Goshu, Shoshone, Diné land on the shores of the Great Salt Lake. And I just want to acknowledge my privilege as a colonizer and a white person in this land. And yeah, like some stuff is happening in the world. Uh, Hamas attacking Israel. And um, yeah, it looks like going to be some dicey things. President Biden is going to give a speech tomorrow. There are tons of casualties on both sides, atrocities galore, and bad actors every which way you look. I support Israel's right to self-determination, yet I see the situation in Palestine as untenable, and it's Hamas that's committing these actions, not the Palestinians. And funded by, you know, apparently, we'll see tomorrow. I don't want to say, but like Hezbollah and Iran. And it's kind of tense. And this is the world we live in, and the tensions in Israel and the tensions in Ukraine and around the world. Um, yeah, the, I don't know, it's uncertain times that we live in. And I think people are really looking for someone to get them through and an idealized leader. And, um, you know, just thinking forward to the 2024 presidential elections here in the States with Trump looking to be the front runner of the Republican Party and get elected again. Um, a man who has no regard for the norms of democracy and does not like promote democracy as the option, like what we all want. We all want democracy and, um, and not proposing any other alternatives except for have <coughs> fascism. <laughs> I really think that uh, we are on the precipice of a new world just a new world that we've already entered into with everything that happened with covid and black lives matter in 2020 and just the immense amount of death that has surrounded us these past three years three four years and it's just so depressing and i think we have to take the little things like this weekend, my family and I went up the canyon to see the leaves and just have a nice lunch and walk around the easiest hike in Utah and um, had a really nice time just being together and, um, you know, seeing the leaves and seeing nature and being communing with spirit. And I had a great time just playing piano at my grandmother's house and really connecting to my grandfather's spirit at the piano. And he was a man who always followed politics. He got his degree in economics at the U and owned his own business for many years and was just a paragon of intellect and diplomacy and just a quiet confidence that he delivered throughout his life. And I was proud to be his granddaughter. And I would really value his opinion on the state of affairs in the world right now. 
and what needs to be said. And I just, um, you know, I feel the tension at this moment and Israel hasn't been an easy place to be recently and it hasn't been a very democratic place to be. And there's a lot of competing forces and Benny Gantz, you know, it's kind of, it remains to be seen how this moment of unity where um, there seems to be a need for a coalition government and, you know, Netanyahu at the head leading Israel and what will happen under this leadership and if this will be a moment to take away rights not only from Palestinians who are being told to, f- to leave, but they're blockaded on all sides. <laughs> you know, there's nowhere to go. And, um, yeah, and having hellfire rain down on them right now. And you just pray for the innocent civilians. And I pray for innocent Israelis as well to be, you know, safe from Hamas and those that have been abducted and kidnapped, that they may be safe and you know, they're saying that there will be executions and, you know, if that can be prevented, I hope that will be. But, you know, you wonder, you know, they say like maybe this is for in retaliation for trying to normalize relations between Israel and the Arab world with, you know, like going with talks with Saudi Arabia and, um, you know, there's a split in the the. Islamic world between Sunni and Shiite with Saudi Arabia and Iran being the two um, pillars of that split. And hold on one second. Okay, I am on the Council for Foreign Affairs website and there are 1.6 billion Muslims in the world, followers of the second largest religion. 85% are Sunni, 15% are Shia. So Sunni is Saudi Arabia, Qatar, UAE, Syria, a minority in Iraq, Turkey, Pakistan, Indonesia, Egypt, Algeria, Morocco, Sudan, and yeah. And then Shia is Iran, Iraq, Bahrain, Azerbaijan, Lebanon, plurality, Saudi Arabia, minority, Pakistan, minority, diaspora, um, Yemen, um, Syria, Lebanon, and Turkey, minorities. Insert, yeah, minorities. So Sunni, Saudi Arabia, Shia, Iran. And, um, and like the, uh, the Shias believe that God always provides a guide, first the Imams and then the Ayatollahs, or experienced Shia scholars who have wide interpretation authority and are sought as a source of emulation. The term Ayatollah is associated with clerical rulers in Tehran. Is primarily a title for distinguished religious leaders known as a marja or source of emulation. Okay, yeah, so that's a little background on Sunni and Shia. And just like, I guess that's just applicable for these normalizations of relations that Israel is trying to, has been working on with the Abraham Accords, um, you know, throughout the region. Uh, since the Trump administration under Bibi Netanyahu and um, and now and this, you know, would definitely upset Iran and um, who and they seem to, you know, we don't know anything yet, but 
um, these attacks like definitely upset that process and it would look bad for Saudi Arabia to try to go forward with those talks and for Israel to go forward with those talks, frankly, you know, now that this has happened and, um, you know, I guess this isn't really the, um, the point of my podcast, you know, that I wanted to talk about, but I think it's just like, how do we go through hellacious experiences and come out on the other side? And, you know, as we, the drumbeats of war grow louder, um, through like this, con this time, um, How does the U.S. respond and how does the world respond to this crisis? And, you know, and how does it meld with the situation in Ukraine? And it's just another hot conflict in the world. And, um, you know, there seem to be more and more hot zones. And you wonder if it'll all spill over. And it gets into... Um, refugees and asylum and excuse me you know the Palestinians having little to no rights in Israel, to vote or to freedom of move or have services and are you know and, and it's a question if Israel can really be called a democracy with the treatment of the Palestinians and yet that doesn't justify terrorist acts it doesn't justify murders and Israel has the right to exist as a Jewish state. And how does it exist as a Jewish state when there's a plurality of Muslims, you know, inside its borders? And that's the tension. And, you know, and um, through this, may there be a two state solution and people smarter than I am. I've worked on this for years and I'm not that well informed and I may be a Roth, but I'm not a Jew. So <laughs> I don't really know what's happening here. Like, and, um, yeah. And it just like, it really is painful. Um, and it really, it messes with your head. Uh, like that just, you know, there could be a party going on in the desert where thousands of party goers were just gunned down by terrorists and their bodies left to rot. And it's so depressing. And so it just, my heart goes out to all the innocent victims out there um, in Israel. And that's not to say there are not innocent victims in Gaza and, um, you know, and it, and it, and all the buildings being leveled, they're just full of women and children and families, you know, that have no dog in this fight other than their own survival and right to self-determination. And, um, this, I don't know, I don't know where this, what this begins and where this conflict will end, but I believe that we should all pray for peace and pray for greater love 
um, <laughs> I was I was raised Mormon, and one of my young woman's leaders, the 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 group you go to from twelve to eighteen, there's called Mutual or Young Women's, and she she cross stitched a sign for me that said "Pray for a greater love," and I still have that, and I carry that with me into my life, even as I've stepped away from the faith, um, but to pray for a greater love. And that made the Lord have mercy on, on us, you know, and whether you believe in God or Allah or Jesus Christ, that may the Lord have mercy on us, all of us. And that's all I wanted to say. And yeah, that's the pod for today. So welcome to New Moon Village. Buckle up.